Well, if you haven't noticed already, it's a little bit of a different day. Um, we've got family in the room, and um, we've got, we, we've got a, a bit of a, of a unique thing happening today, and that's, that's totally by design. So um, here's, here's what we're doing today. We're going to, in just a, just a few minutes, we're going to break off into some uh, distinct groups. We're actually going to break off into five groups, and we're going to do something pretty important. Uh, now, we've done this already this year, and we did this uh, about a quarter of a year ago, and we're going to try to do this once a quarter, so we're going to do this at least two more times this year. And, and can I just confess to you something, that if you feel like this is like, what are we doing today? It's such a weird Sunday. I came to church, you're not going to like preach a full sermon, you're just going to like do something else weird. Um, can I just say to you, I feel as weird about this as you do, all right? Um, I, I'm used to, we come to church and then we all stay in church until church is over. And so today though, uh, we're doing something different. And, and even though it's different, it's good. Uh, today, we're not all going to finish our church service in the same room together. We're actually going to finish our church service being the church outside uh, with our mind on the outside of our uh, campus. So today, we are, we're calling these, uh, these events our Scale the City Prayer Walks. I'll, I'll tell you what that means in just a second, and then we're going to get to work. Uh, but here's the heart of it, and the, the, the song we were just singing is so perfect. Um, the heart of, of scale the city is, the, uh, it's, it's rooted in a, in a passage of scripture I'll get to in a second, but, but underlying all of this is that we have been blessed by God. Can you say amen to that? I've been blessed by God. There's this moment where Jesus sends his disciples out, and he does this a couple of different times. In Matthew chapter 10, I was just talking to my friend Mike about this this morning, that in Matthew 10 and verse 8, Jesus is sending his disciples out, and he says, I want you to go out, I want you to heal the sick, raise the dead, pray for, pray for people who have needs, I want you to do all this cool stuff, I want you to, he says, go out and do ministry, basically, and then he says this, as freely as you have received, freely give. Now, Mike and I were talking about this this morning, and he was reminding me about, about Abraham. And Abraham, all the way from the beginning of his story, all the way from the story of the chosen people of God, God has been telling people like Abraham, Jesus told his disciples, and Jesus is saying the same thing to us in 2023, that if God has blessed you, you have a responsibility to be a blessing. Mike said amen because we already talked about it this morning, so he saw that point coming. But let me just say that to you again now that you've heard it once, okay? So if God has blessed you, he's been saying to the church throughout all, he's been saying to his people through Old Testament history, and he's been saying it through New Testament history all the way to today, that if God has blessed you, you have a responsibility to take that blessing and be a blessing to somebody else. Amen? Now, that might put us in some uncomfortable situations, and that's okay. Jesus took a very uncomfortable situation to be a blessing to us. The least we can do is get a little uncomfortable to be a blessing to our neighbors, right? And if you feel like that was wildly unfair, you can take it up with Jesus. Okay. Now, that said, um, we, we also just want to remind you, hey, if you're visiting with us today, if this is your first time or you've only been coming for a little bit and you go, I didn't know we canceled church services to do this sort of thing, uh, you're right. This is not a normal Sunday. Next Sunday, I'll preach a full sermon. Hopefully, you, you would want to come and, and join us for one of our more typical Sundays. But we also want it to be a normal part of our gatherings, a normal part of our church culture that we think about and serve 
our community. So one of the ways that we do that is through prayer. Uh, We absolutely resist the idea that the world says that prayer doesn't do anything. Prayer is the first step we take in serving our community. Amen? So if, uh, if, if you want to just capture the heartbeat, I'm just going to say two quick things to you, uh, and then I'll tell you what we're going to do today, and then we're going to get to work, okay? Um, so in Proverbs chapter 21, it says this, A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. Now, this is not a call for war- to warfare in the physical. We're not going to, like, tear down the city of Lancaster in the name of Jesus, um, Don't clap for that. (laughs) We're we're not going to physical warfare, but you do understand, friends, that we are called to spiritual warfare, right? So when Proverbs tells us that the wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust, what we want to do is we want to, by prayer and by service, by pointing people to Jesus, and that begins through prayer, we want to... Uh, we want to show the world that the things that they rely on are not as powerful as the name of Jesus. That you can put your trust in Jesus more than you can put your trust in anything else, right? So this is the heart of why we call this the Scale the City Prayer Walk is because we want an opportunity to get out into the city uh, and, and, and pray and prop up Jesus. Amen? Okay, so... We're going to do that in a number of different ways, um, and today uh, we are putting our focus on something called cultural intersections. Can you, can you just say that with me for a second? Say cultural intersections. Okay, so a cultural intersection is pretty much what it sounds like. It's a place where cultures come together, where they intersect. Now, we figured we would be really on the nose with this, and so for part of our prayer walk where we're going to go today is places where cultures intersect, and we happen to be very close to a cultural intersection. It also happens to be an actual intersection. So uh, we're going to take a couple of groups out in part of our prayer walk out to the corner here on Challenger and K, uh, and I'll tell you about the groups in just a second, but we're going to go out there and we're going to pray. We're going to observe. We're going to do something called cultural exegesis, and then we're going to learn how to pray. It's even got a cool soundtrack to it. Um, we're, going to, we're going to pray for our community. Uh, We're also going to pray at another place where cultures intersect. We've got some schools right here, and that is a great representation of places where cultures intersect, okay? So our heart today is to do something called exegesis of our community. Uh, Say the word exegesis real quick. Now say the word meaning. Okay, so that's a better word for us to remember. To exegete something is to draw meaning out of something. If I'm exegeting scripture so that I can preach a good sermon, I'm drawing meaning out of the text. Rather than putting Tim's meaning into the Bible, I'm drawing God's meaning out of the Bible. And then I'm telling you what God meant when he said what he, what he was doing uh, or what he wrote. And so when we exegete our community, we are drawing what God would say to our community or want to do in our community. We're drawing meaning of the culture out of our community. Rather than just running around telling the, our neighbors what we think they need to hear, we're observing and praying and asking God what he would say to our neighbors. So that's what we're doing today. Now, the hope and the heart is that you begin to hear the voice of God about our community. And that somebody in this room might even say, as I was praying today, God told me, here's something that the church needs to do. Or here's a need that the church hasn't met yet. Can we find a way to meet that need? Our hope would be that you come back with a word from the Lord. 
And that word from the Lord might be something that you and five friends do, or it might be something the whole church does together. But the goal is that we don't just come to church, that we begin to be a church for our city. That's a, that's a radically dynamic statement, is that we don't just come to church. This church is not a building. This church is you, a group of people who are for our city, the city that God planted you in. You might have feelings about the fact that God planted you in the Antelope Valley, but he did it. And while you're here, serve this place. Amen? Okay. So now let's talk about some logistics, and then we'll talk about a gift that we have for you that is something that you can then take what we're going to do today and practice at home. All right? So here's how we're going to do the rest of today. Uh, first and foremost, I have used the phrase prayer walk several times already, and some of us in the room might be saying, I, I don't actually feel like I can do a prayer walk because I have physical uh, mobility limitations, and uh, I, I don't know that I'm ready to go do a walk, or maybe you're a visitor today, and you're like, I, I think that's just a little bit more than what I want to do. I'd be comfortable if I can just sit in a place today, and we want to say, you're welcome. Absolutely, all right? So we have five groups, and one of those groups is actually designed to stay here in the room for anybody who cannot, for any reason, uh, get out and go for a walk with us. We want to be aware and be mindful of that. So uh, Greg and Tammy, if you guys could just wave your hands. They are going to be hanging out right here. And so if you're physically unable to, for whatever reason, go on a walk with us, uh, then you're going to hang out here with Greg and Tammy, and they're going to lead you through praying through the neighborhood around us and then maybe even pray through some of your own neighborhood where you live and where you work as well and do some of that work of exegeting your community from the seats in this room, okay? So if you're you're like, I can't do a prayer walk, we've got you covered. Just hang out right here with Greg and Tammy. Now, our other groups are going to go like this. We've got a group specifically for our youth. So the outlet, you guys are going to be hanging out with Danny and Cheryl. I think everyone knows who you are, but wave your hands, Danny and Cheryl. Uh, So if you're a youth person and you're looking to hang out with our youth group, they are going to head over towards our middle school, which is right over. It's not our middle school. I guess our middle school. Yeah, but anyway, we don't own it, but we pray for it. We cover it. We serve it. Anyway, we can. So they're going to go over there to the middle school. And then in the same area, if you have families with young kids and you're like, I don't know if I want to just run over to the intersection on Challenger and K right now with my little babies. Uh, That's totally awesome. And so we've got you covered as well. Mark and Deb, wave your hands in the back there. Mark and Deb are going to be leading a group for families with young kids, all right? And you guys are going to go just straight across the street before it gets crazy. Right over here, there's a traffic light, and then there's Jack Northrop Elementary School, and we're going to pray at the school as well. Uh, And so if you have young kids and you want to take a prayer walk to the elementary school, um, they have some uh, prayer points for you over there. Uh, Marcus and Liz right here in the front, raise your hands. Um, They're going to be leading a group that is going to go down to the corner on Challenger and K, and they are going to go to uh, the south side of Challenger, and we're going to, uh, and then Sharon and I are going to lead a group to the north side of Challenger. So we're going to go to the intersection today, okay? So five groups, one here, one at the elementary school, one at the middle school, one on the south side of Challenger, one on the north side of Challenger, not standing in the middle of the street. We're going to try to be safe. Uh, we're going to be in the parking lot on the, cor- on the curb where you're not going to get run over by a vehicle, please. Everybody be safe and responsible. Look out for your young humans, please, very much. Um, 
And here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to that area, and we're going to uh, we're gonna do a little bit of cultural exegesis. It's going to be really, really simple. What that means is your group leader is just going to say, what do you see? How does culture converge or intersect in this space? What kinds of people are represented here? And what kinds of needs do those people have? That's it. You're just going to have a conversation as a group. What kinds of people are represented here? And what kinds of needs do these people have? As you're standing in that location, or if you're in this room, as you're thinking about the neighborhood and that you live and work in or where our church building happens to be, what are the needs? What are the social groups, the economic groups, the nationalities, that sort of thing? Your group leader will lead you through that conversation. And then you're going to pray. We want to invite you to pray for the church, for Life Church. Pray for yourself, that you would have eyes to see the needs, that you would have a heart to meet needs. And then we're going to actually pray for those needs. It's really, really simple. It's so incredibly simple that, uh, that you could just go right now and just go do it. So we're almost there. We're almost ready to just go right now and just go do it. Here's the last thing I want to invite you to, and I said this a few minutes ago, is that it, as you are praying for needs in our community, if God says something to you, and you're not the group leader, and you go, well, I'm not the group leader, so God's probably not speaking to me, I all, I'd be almost willing to bet you're completely wrong. God's probably going to speak something to someone in your group today, and we want to invite that. So at some point, if you feel like God is saying something to you, about the middle school or the elementary school or the businesses or the houses in our community, we want to hear from you. What is God saying? What is God saying about the needs and how the church can meet and serve those needs? This is the heart. So that our prayer eventually will turn into something more than just words, we want our prayers actually to produce action that bless our community. Amen? Okay, so then the last final thing before we pray and move towards our, uh, our experiment of walking and praying today uh, is that on the way out, there is a table and there's some snacks so you can get a little bite to eat uh, if you need something to put in your belly real quick, and there's some water bottles, and then you'll see these sheets of paper here. Now, these are designed for you to take home with you and begin to do this same practice in your own in your own neighborhood. This is uh, we're just calling this practice the practice of exegeting your street. So to exegete your own street, you can just walk through, make uh, non-judgmental observations about your community, begin to build relationships and pray. And so there's a bit of a checklist here that you can take home with you, and you can begin to do this in your own neighborhood so that you can begin, not just from where we are in this building, but you can begin to represent the church of Jesus in the place where you live. Or maybe you can do this at the place where you work or the place where you go uh, to school and spend time with other people. So uh, there's a gift for you to take home so that this isn't just like a one-time thing that we only do once a quarter, but this is something that you can do over time in your own community. Let me remind you again before we pray, the whole reason we're doing this is because we have been so blessed. And because we are blessed people, we have a responsibility even in the littlest ways, even in what seems like, well, we're just taking a walk and praying, to say, I am willing to put myself in the place where people are so that we can find out how the church can be a blessing because that is exactly what Jesus did for us. He was willing to put himself in the place where we were so that he could bring the kingdom to us. And so God, with that in mind, today, as so much of this feels 
uh, like an experiment, and for some of us it might feel like a, like a risk, or it might feel like something so far outside of the box, and for others of us it might feel like something we've been waiting for the church to do for years, and, and the rest of us are just like, yeah, I guess I'll try this today. And wherever we happen to be as we are taking these steps today, Lord, we're grateful that we can even do this because we're coming from a place of being so blessed by you. We've received your kingdom. We have received your love and your grace and your welcome. And we want to be people who give freely what we have received from you. So as we go, help us to be people of grace and love and welcome. Help us to see our community. Help us to have compassion for the needs that we see. And give us even prophetic words and insight into how we as a community and how we as individuals can be a physical, tangible blessing in our neighborhood and in our community. God, of course, keep us safe today as we walk out of this space. Keep us safe this week as we continue to carry this heart with us to pray and be a blessing to our community. And God, one more time we ask, as you have blessed us, let this not just be a thing we randomly do but something that marks us as a church, that we are blessed, so we are committed to putting ourselves in situations that enable us to be a blessing to others because you have been so faithful. God, we are grateful. We bless you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.